behalf of this day of theme, purifying ourselves through proper priorities. Purify ourselves, clean our heart and soul through clean, that is belief. And we can say that it's only in the grace and the mercy of God we can be able to do this. But apart from God, we can do nothing. So we always need the grace and the mercy of God to purify us and cleanse us. We sing song, remove those things that stand along your way. So we ask God's grace, we ask God's mercy and help that we could be able to remove all the things that stand along His way so that we may be able to fulfill the will and the purpose of God in our lives. And we can see that in our uh, gospel reading for today. God is reminding us today that God has raised us as a step of the Holy Spirit. And let us also purify this temple for the honor of our great Almighty God. In our reading, the second part of our Gospel, after that the Lord Jesus Christ drove out those uh, sold doves, sheep, oxen, and money changers, as he overturned the table, he was asked by Jews, what authority did you do this? What sign did you show us since you do these things? And the Lord Jesus Christ says, okay, destroy this temple, and I will raise it up in three days. So the question that they asked the Lord Jesus Christ, it took us 46 years to be able to complete the temple. And now you are saying, in three days, you are able to raise it up. In their mind, probably they would say, are you insane? But he was speaking of the body of Christ. That after his resurrection, the church will be established. So he was talking about his body. He was talking about the spiritual temple, the church. But before that, we can see Jesus cleansed them. He was there for the Passover. We know the story of the Passover, right? It was about that when uh, Moses was to bring the Israelite out of Egypt to the Promised Land. But before that, God told them to celebrate Passover. Kill, sheep, lamb, and to put his blood in the doorpost. So that when the angel of death passed by and saw the blood, they would pass over it. So the angel of death would not bring misery in that house because it would be covered by blood. It would be protected by blood. So that is the Passover. Every year they celebrate that. 
and the Passover was already drawing near. By this time, it says that not all of his disciples, not all of his twelve was with him. Probably John, because he was the one who read the story about Jesus coming to the temple. Jesus knew his priority. Even before he reached the age of 12, his mother would always bring to the temple for the worship. And that also has become the custom, the habit of our Lord Jesus Christ. Probably by this time, many of the teachers, many of those, the attendants of the temple, so familiar with the Lord Jesus Christ's faith, so even they gave the Lord Jesus Christ permission to read the writings of the prophets. You can find that in that gospel. How that means Jesus Christ has handed the book of the prophet Messiah says, Today, the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So it is granted, given that permission to be able to read the message, other writings of prophets. And he was here in his temple, seeing those who sold, those who exchanged their money. But looking at the history of this, you can find how that this was provided by the leaders in order for them to provide service to those who would come to the temple for worship, even as they are going to offer to God their offerings. They're drawing near to the Passover. This service was provided in order to help the people because the Jews were dispersed that time. They would come from far places. So they would come to Jerusalem for the celebration of the Passover. And they would bring offering as been required by Moses. So here you can see that there is really nothing wrong helping the people. Okay. Providing service to people needs. There's nothing wrong with that. And probably by this time. What these people are doing, as the Lord Jesus Christ would observe, is no longer a service to the people. I believe this doesn't just happen that time. I believe even at the young age of the Lord Jesus Christ, he already saw this everything. The market 
Clear. Hindi naman nangyari yan. Nung araw na lang na yan. It is already there. For many years. Remember, the Lord Jesus Christ started His ministry at the age of 30. Probably, He was seeing that even at the young age. Why only this time Jesus was angry with this service that the leaders of the synagogues provided for the people. Why only this time? He was mad about what they are doing. Probably can say that there is already corruption in there. Service is no longer the prior motives, but again, there's nothing wrong doing business gaining, uh, but probably the gain was not just the gain. But making it hard also. Why do you think Jesus would get mad? Why do you think Jesus is angry with them? This is for the service of the people. In the other gospel, you would see how that the Lord Jesus Christ says, You have made my father's house a deed of what? Thieves. Probably he saw corruption. Probably he saw torment. Extortion. What else? But these people are doing, instead of helping people, they are taking advantage of people. So this is probably what makes the Lord Jesus Christ mad, angry with these people. Then he drove those soldiers, oxen and sheep, overturned the tables of the money changers. And says here, the disciples then remember what it was written in the book of Psalm. Seal for your house as eaten beer. This is what the disciples says. They remember what it was read with the book of Psalm. Seal for your house as the gates and the Because no longer was the worship, no longer was the hearing of 
the laws and the commandments. Because I believe here in this synagogue, Lord Jesus Christ learned his theology. Yes, he came to the world in the form of a man. And he has to learn the ways of God according to how man can learn the ways of God. Hearing them, listening to them, doing them, abiding in them. Today we hear the Ten Commandments twice. Are you aware that you have heard today the Ten Commandments twice? Just before we enter before the holy presence of our great and merciful God, the Decalogue was being proclaimed to us. In the first reading, Book of Exodus also reminds us the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments says, Thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. According to the traditional English, thou shalt not. In our um, modern English, we would say, you shall not. It's as if it is a negative. You shall not. It's always not, not, not. Not is always a negative word for us, not. But in the Gospel, when the Pharisees and the scribes asked the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the great commandments? Ano pinaka? We always look at the great, the pinaka of the commandments. We know in the Old Testament they received six hundred plus commandments. Okay. So of all those commandments, and even in the Ten Commandments, which is the greatest of the Ten Commandments? So the Lord Jesus Christ summed up Ten Commandments into two. But if you are going to uh, careful reading that, you would notice the longer you would hear, thou shalt not. Right? But you would hear, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. In the Old Testament, you would hear, thou shalt not. Now Jesus Christ says, you shall. Because that is actually what is being said. You shall not. The thought is this. You are not going to do that. You will love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second commandment is this. 
you shall love your neighbor. Still, thou shalt not murder, thou shalt not covet, thou shalt not become false witness. It's always based on love. Even what the Lord Jesus Christ did is because of his love and his purposes in the will of the Father. This is what he was being sent for, to reveal the heart of the Father, to reveal the will of the Father. Many times we hear Jesus Christ says, I have not come down to do my own purposes, my own will. I have come to do the will of my Father sent me. It is always based on love. Fulfilling the commandments is always based on love. Saint Paul knew that very well. He had expounded truth about love. But even as he ended in that chapter, he says, the greatest of all these three, faith. Charity, love, and the greatest of this is always love. In keeping the commandments of God, it is always based on love. Because the Lord Jesus Christ is the love of the Father being sent to us. Okay? Last Sunday's Gospel reminds us that anyone desires to become his disciples, according to Jesus, anyone desires to become my disciples, what did he say? Deny yourself, take up your cross, follow me. The cross was not the suffering. The cross was not about pain. The denying of self was not about cutting ourselves from that which we want to do. Following Him, honoring Him first, seeking Him first, it's not about pain, it's not about suffering. When the Lord Jesus Christ carried the cross, it was not about suffering, it was not about pain, but it was about the love of God for us. If it is being motivated by pain, suffering, pain, denying, without love, then what will happen? If you just fulfill it out of obedience, but not out of love. Sometimes two things out of obedience, but you don't like to do it, right? There's no love of love. And do you think there is a joy in doing that? No. No joy to that. So when the Lord Jesus Christ carried the cross, made the Father, 
means love. The cross was not about pain and suffering. It was about his love for each and every one of us. Jesus Christ cleansed the temple. It was his love to seal for the things of God. Drives him to do that. He blessed them. He says, Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Again, what we hear, not against doing business. Okay? God says in his holy word, He has given us the ability to. God has also given us the ability to have love because this is God. This is Jesus. He is love. What he did, everything that he did is based on love. Second part of our reading, our gospel reading, that Jesus Christ says he will raise after three days church. Speaking of his resurrection. I believe that we all do understand that we are now the body of Christ. How many of you believe that you are part of the body of Christ? You don't believe you don't belong here. But since you are here, come to communion. Communion is one with the Lord Jesus Christ. We partake His body and we become one with Jesus. Raise the church. Raise the body. Even in the writings of St. Paul, 1 Corinthians 6, 19 says there that we are now the temple of God and the Holy Spirit. We are now the temple of God. And as the Lord Jesus Christ plans Removing those things that distract people in the worshiping, coming for God, hearing Him, hearing the laws and commandments of God. So as the Lord Jesus Christ removes them, so we should also allow the Lord Jesus Christ to remove those things that stands above we are We are also to allow ourselves to cleanse since we are a temple of living God. Since we are the representation of the merciful God, the living God, the 
That is our purpose. That is the very reason why Christ raised the church. He might become a display of his love, his mercy, his power, of his authority. This is what the church taught about. Embrace that. Out of Christ, the church, for a purpose. Now we should also see doing all these things, serving Him, fulfilling His purposes, His plan, and His will in our lives. Not many of us are being called into the full time ministry. Many of us are being called into the holy orders. But all of us are being called to proclaim. Kingdom, mercy, grace, the love of God, the gospel, the good news. And as the temple of God, we present to the people God. We present to the people Jesus. We present to the people love. So this is what all about the story we have just read. Jesus blessing the temple, raising up the church, the body of Christ, even as coming to Jerusalem to observe the Passover, because this is the commandment. <coughs> Because of the love of Jesus, his Father, he observed the commandment. You can read that in the Gospel of Jesus grew the ways and wisdom of God. So today we are being reminded. Story. Yes, it's God's holy temple. We are to allow the Lord Jesus Christ as our King, as our Lord, as our Savior. Cleanse and remove out of the seat of the throne of our heart. Take Him as our priority. We are the purposes of God as our priority. What is the will of God for us? We might become the church that He wants us to be. The light into the world. The soul into the world. This is what God intends to plan each and every one of us. So as the Lord Jesus Christ loves God, loves His commandment, loves the purposes and the will of the Father, Jesus Christ says that we are also to observe all these things that He taught His apostles. Not only His apostles, but even to our generation, even to the 
generation offered us is love. The love of the Spirit. Love. And our obedience is not just because we are afraid to break the law. We are going to suffer the consequences of the law. As we break it. Jesus served and feared the base of God because he loved God. That's why when he was asked what is the greatest commandment, he did not just choose one or two, but put them into two. But the word was changed. Instead of love, he could shock and love. Shall love you. Now, these in the past you. Love for all parts, all minds. Jesus did this, carrying the cross, not minding the pain, the suffering, the agony. What was in his mind is because of the love he has for us, the love he has for the Father. He chooses to do that. God is reminding us all.